First, I want to wish all the fathers a happy Father's Day. You know, it's a good thing that you're all here. And that always remember that our fatherhood, because though you're a father, I'm a father too. I'm father of all of you. <clears throat> and uh, as we sit there, all as we are is instruments for the fatherhood of God. That God truly, this is his day too. It's our Father in heaven's Father's Day. So make sure that this day we acknowledge that. And to do that, before we get into the Trinity, even though this is part of the reality of the Trinity, I just want you to go to uh, John chapter 15. I mean chapter 16, verse 27. If you don't have it underlined, do it. John chapter 16, verse 27, the first part. You know, every year, well, except this year, we've been busy, but we used to take Peter and Alex and Rob up to Canada and, uh, you know, go in to the shrines. And when we went last year up to the shrine of uh, St. Anne de Beaupre, as soon as you walk in the church of St. Anne up in Quebec, there is the Dear the Father last year, huh? And so as soon as you walked in, there was this verse from the scripture hanging, on one side in French and the other side in English. And it said, just very simply, the Father already loves you. The Father already loves you. And I remember sitting down in the chapel or the church and just reflecting on that one reality, that the Father loves me and the Father already loves you. Worthy or not, the Father loves you. And see, as we're caught up into the Trinity today, everything begins with the Father. Everything. It begins with the Father. And so what we're doing is we get caught up into this relationship. What again is the Trinity? And again, it's very simple. First of all, even when we talk about this, by definition, God is a mystery, right? Even when we sit there and we talk about this is God, we're talking about a mystery which is beyond us. So even when we talk about God and these conceptual concepts, we put him in these concepts, God is much more than what I'm going to say today. Oh, it's not even a, it's not even a, a glimpse. What is a glimpse into the reality of God? But that's about it. You know, again, it's like if we were going down to Lake Erie today, you can jump into Lake Erie. You can experience Lake Erie. You can even take it into yourself and drink and have an experience and be very intimate with Lake Erie. But do you know Lake Erie? No, it's so much bigger. Huh? And that's what we got to know right in the beginning. We're talking about the Trinity of God. But the Trinity, by all definition, is a community of love. And the community of love is so strong, it's one. There isn't even any other reality. That there is only one God, period. But it's a God of three divine persons, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And what unites that Trinity for all eternity, it had no beginning and no end, is very simple. God is love. It's that simple. And what happens is the Father, which all things start with, has always loved the Son. The Son has always loved the Father. And their love is so strong, it's the Spirit. It's always a community. God has never been alone. So God didn't sit there and think one day, you know, I'm all kind of bored now in eternity. I have nothing better to do. I'm all alone. I think I'll create people. God has always been a community of love, by definition. And when he created us, 
he invites us in to this community. See, that's the whole thing. When we are in God, there is no lone rangers in Christianity. There is no lone rangers in existence. It can't happen. The only lone rangers come when Satan tempts us and thinks we don't need anything. I don't need anybody. I'm a self-made person. You're nothing. You can't even breathe without God saying, okay. You and I are so dependent upon Almighty God that the deepest lie from the devil is you are self-made. You are nothing. Today, as I talk, a bomb could blow up underneath us because they hate Father Larry, whatever, and we'd all be dead that fast. We're not even assured of our next breath. We are totally dependent people. Not one of you asked to be born. Not one. You didn't sit there and say, hey, I want to be created. Would you create me? You were totally dependent on somebody else. Totally. And not one of us can, can, and can say when God decides to take us, not one of us can say, I think I'm not going to go right now. I think I will wait for another 50 years. I think I want to live to be 500. And God says, that's very nice. You are dependent upon me. We are totally dependent. Now, that could scare us, and it should if we think we're on our own. But when we know that God invites us into the community of love, that should make all the difference. The Father already loves you. He loves you, and to invite you, to love you means to invite you to be part of him. Huh? Today, he invites little Daniel to go and be part of his community of love for all eternity. When each of us were baptized, that's what happened. God invited us to be part of his love, to be part of the Trinity, not to be powerful like the Trinity, but to be powerful in love like the Trinity, yes. That's what he calls us to. And to sit there, let's look at that second reading today for a moment. And in a couple, at the end of uh, the summer, we're going to get pew Bibles. We're really going to be going, taking a step. So everybody will know when I say open your Bible, be able to do it for those who don't bring Bibles. You'll have one right there. Anyway, today the second reading was taken from Romans. Romans chapter 8 and verse 14. And this is how we get caught up into the Trinity. Pay attention. Listen to what this means. All of us who are led by the Spirit of God, the third person of the Trinity, all of us who are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God and daughters of God, which now brings in the Father. We are led by the Spirit of God to do what? To enter into relationship with the Trinity. We are led by the Spirit, and that's why the day we're baptized, like today we're going to do with Daniel, the first thing that will happen after we cleanse him from sin is he will be filled with the power of the Holy Spirit. The third person of the Trinity will dwell within him like he dwells in every one of us here. And when the Spirit of God comes and dwells within us, what happens? We are now taken up into the Trinity. And how? By becoming sons and daughters of the Father. You do not receive a spirit of slavery leading you back into fear. But now you and I, all of us and him, will have a spirit of adoption. He brought us into this community, and now we can cry out, Abba, Daddy. Papa. 
What a thing to enter into on Father's Day. I get to know who my dad is. My father for all eternity is God. And then he sits there and says, and the Spirit himself, that which the Spirit of God within us, gives witness with our spirit that we are children of God. But if we are children, we are heirs as well, heirs of God, heirs with Christ, the second person of the Trinity, if only we suffer with him so as be glorified with him. That last line is very important. If only we suffer with him so as to be glorified with him. If we are going to be people of love and thus make the Trinity on earth to be examples of the Trinity by our unity with one another, then that's going to cause suffering. Why? Because you can have no love without suffering. Why? Because you can have no love without death to self. Love is always more concerned about the other than about me. Always. Love has no thought of me. Love is always more concerned about the other. The Father is always more concerned about the Son. The Son's always more concerned about the Father. The Spirit is always more concerned about the Father and the Son. It's always, 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 always giving. Always. It never sits there and stops and says, what about me? Which is very hard, I know. But if we, each of us are going to be caught up into the Trinity, it means we're going to give away our lives. It means we're going to be people who live for others. It means that I am going to be caught up into love by being more concerned about others always than I am about myself. The reason I exist then is to please God and to please others. And that goes against everything American culture teaches. American culture says, I'm number one. I've got to take care of me. No one else will going to. That's not the Trinity. That's not the way God is. And that's not the way anyone who follows him can be. So today, there's nothing to be afraid of because the Father already loves you. And he loves you and me so much that he invites us to be part of the love of himself. Not just now, but for forever. Forever and ever and ever, the one thing we know for sure, forever, is that we are loved. The Father already loves you. And guess what? He'll never stop loving you. Forever. So today, let us rejoice in this newest member that will become part of the community of the church. Let us rejoice in that we are part of the community of the church that we will be part of this God Trinity forever because he loves us. You got it? You get it? Good. May each of you know his love today and forever. Amen.